a well-maintained home always sells more from a than a home that has uh, glaring deficiencies or glaring, you know, maintenance issues. For sure. So you never know when you're going to sell. If you're buying resale and selling resale, um, the dream home that you've been waiting for could come on the market next week. Good morning, everybody. Welcome, KT Confidential, episode one. 150. Hey. 150. How's it going, Ariel? Uh, it's going wonderfully. Wonderful. Beautiful. You're uh, up at the cottage. Wonderful. I'll be joining you in 24 hours, roughly. You know what? Um, I was saying this to the team this morning, and now we're at the end of September. So uh, this is usually where you and I start dissecting you know, the, the year at hand, but also start planning as any good business owner would do, uh, start planning, um, goals, targets, events, campaigns, um, and just having discussions about what does next year look like. And, um, I think realtors actually fail doing that and doing it properly. Um, you know, and I'm talking about average realtors, whatever, certainly not ones yeah. on, on our team, whatever, but I think as an industry as a whole, um, that there's a lot of room for improvement though. But um, I think, you know, it, COVID yeah. kind of set us back because you and I, you know, September, October, we'd always plan to be together, um, whether it was a trip somewhere or, you know, just locking ourselves down in the office together without interruptions for a good 24 to 48, usually 48 hours. And um, we have some wine, we do some, some drinking, some eating, and... Um, I've got a nice I've bottle good. of Rioja I'm going to bring. No, I've, I've got uh, a few bottles that I stocked us up on. And then I realized, by the way, if you can bring anything, because so for those of you listening, this is episode 150 of KT Confidential. We're going to be talking today about fall maintenance tips and things to do to prepare your home for winter. Uh, we're just going on a little uh, more of a personal chat here, I guess. But um, what I realized is the only wine glasses I have up here. Yeah. By the way, I love I love the fall weather at the cottage because this is now where you see the, yeah. the leaves starting to turn. You know the different beautiful colors, and you get that crisp air. You get the wood burning stove going. Focus, Focus here. Um, wine glasses. Uh, I have these wine glasses that we inherited from the previous owner. Okay. They're literally those small. Are they the tiny, tiny, I'll bring some. I can't drink it. Tiny wine glasses from the dollar store. Yeah. I remember one time I was, uh, this year actually, we were up there and um, Alicia Zant, who owns a cottage, she joined us for a couple of nights and she poured, she went to pour me a glass of wine and she had these tiny little plastic wine glasses that look more like champagne flutes but shorter and i'm just like i can't drink out of that and she's like oh you snob but i can't i get it. if i want to drink a nice glass I, of wine i gotta have it in a proper glass i 100 percent agree so uh i've decided like you've eaten a lot of stuff that i've made over the years and you know i love cooking italian food and pastas and I love grilling. Are you recording, by the way? Just make oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have um, 
we're going to have some rain, so we're going to be stuck inside uh, a good portion of time. But um, so I won't be doing much grilling. Uh, so I'm going to be treating you to some of, well, for sure, two of my favorite Hungarian meals. Nice. So I'm going. I'm going back to my roots because you've never had any of my Hungarian cooking. Uh, and I picked up a bottle, beautiful. Oh, bottle I've had that bottle. Bordeaux. I've mm -hmm. had that. I like it. Uh, and then, so when I'm putting the wine on the rack, I'm like, uh, hang on. I, I probably should ask Adrian to bring some, some nice. You can't drink that out glasses. of a, Yeah. You can't drink that out of a dinky little glass. Yeah. So I'm excited actually, because I'll be, um, I'll be making my, two of my grandmother's original recipes. One is, um, uh, schnitzel. Okay. I love schnitzel. So, so we're going to have some uh, pork schnitzel with some, um, fried, uh, red cabbage and some, um, some potatoes, some fried potatoes. So that's, you know, the healthy conscious side of me. Uh, Hey, you said you're not snacking on things like chips and junk food. So we might as well make up for it in, in the homemade meal. Yeah, that's fine. I'm looking forward to it. Accompanied by a, uh, a cucumber salad. So that's, that's one meal. And then the other meal will be, um, a called chicken paprikash. And it's basically a chicken stew and kind of like a sour cream sauce. And it cooks for a long period of time. And I'm going to make it with some homemade dumplings. Uh, very fitting for this time of year when it's cold outside, you got a fire going. My grandmother actually used to make it over the wood burning uh, fire. And oh, wow. I, was, I was hoping to do that. So if it doesn't rain, I'm going to take out the, uh, the cast iron pot. I'm going to make a fire at the pit. And I've got the uh, grill that goes on top of the fire pit. So I'm going to make it over the open fire. If nice weather permit so i'm looking forward to seeing you i'm looking forward to uh going over some goals plans targets for next year talk about uh how this year was i'm very very excited this has been a tremendous year for us and the team uh we, we haven't announced it to the public or anything but it looks like we'll end up in the top 10 teams uh in the country uh for 2021 so so lots of good coming out of this year we're finally getting out of COVID, all those vaccines and wonderful stuff down the pipeline, back to normal a little bit. So it'll be and nice to hang out. It will be. I'm looking forward to it. And before we jump into the topic, um, on your note about um, planning ahead and, and where a lot of, that's where a lot of real estate agents fail. I think there's, you know, different, it, it's good to differentiate between people that are in sales and people that are business owners or entrepreneurs or you know, what their role is and what their goal is. But I think, yes, if you want to build a business, you almost, and we're now able to do that because of the, the team we've got supporting us. We are always kind of working a year in advance um, while the team is facilitating all the day-to-day. -day. Um, and if you're not doing that, you'll never grow. You'll fall behind. That's a great point. That's a very, very good point. Like, Oftentimes when you have, you know, I call it a desire to do something, yeah. you know, not necessarily a plan or a target. It's a desire to do something. I want to do this, or I want to implement this in my business. 
it doesn't happen overnight necessarily, right? Right. Um, so like we, we look at some of the initiatives we're working on now at this very moment, and these are things that probably started in the discussion uh, months and months ago. So sometimes it takes, takes work, takes time, and um, you, know, you have to have those things to look forward to and plan and target for. Agreed. Yeah. So on to the topic of all maintenance, man, maintenance, but also as it relates to real estate, because actually I have a a great example. We have a, a, the, the day that the morning that this airs will be the day that we are uh, reviewing offers, uh, assuming all goes as planned for one of our listings that we didn't know exactly when they were going to be selling, but we knew it would be towards the end of the year. We thought it may be a bit later than it currently is, but it turned out to be a bit sooner than planned. Um, And planning for that one, knowing they were going to be listing in the fall uh, and they have a nice pool and landscaping, we had our photographer go in in advance and shoot some photo and video to make sure we could convey how beautiful the backyard was in the event that we were stuck selling after the pool closed or even further into the winter, once the backyard was completely covered with snow. So if anyone's planning on selling during the winter, now is a great time to reach out to a real estate agent, find out who you want to work with and get that done in advance. So you can use it in your marketing. Yeah. I mean, I'll put the asterisks in there when you say use it in your marketing, because I absolutely don't like when I see a listing in the middle of January and there are no photos of the backyard in January and it's all yes. summer. Cause then you start thinking, Oh, was this house listed in the summer yeah. and they didn't sell and now they're on the market. But you know, that's what I love when we talk home maintenance. And if you think back to our KT quick tips episodes, um, so if you go onto our YouTube channel and, and have a look, we've always talked about kind of that quarterly maintenance, right? Like, spring, summer, winter, fall. Um, and aside from keeping the just general maintenance of your home in good shape, it does help keep the value of the property, right? Like a well-maintained home always sells more from a, than a home that has uh, glaring deficiencies or glaring, you know, maintenance issues for sure you never know when you're gonna sell i mean very few people know yeah we're selling next june um you know it may be if you've purchased a brand new build and and you've got that date scheduled and all that stuff maybe then you have a general idea but if you're buying resale and selling resale um the dream home that you've been waiting for could come on the market next week. Well, a good example is one of our team members is going in to be interviewed today by somebody to who uh, reached out to us a couple of days ago. And they said, oh, we've been following you on social since you were, since the beginning. Um, and just recent, just yesterday, we saw a house we love, we want to buy it, right? Um, so it's interesting how, and that's a very common conversation despite us preaching, uh, you know, get involved, get somebody involved early uh, so that at the chance that you do find the most perfect house, uh, at least you can be ready to pull the trigger instead of rushing around last minute to do it. 
So let's talk about specifics. All right. Uh, so fall maintenance. Some of your, some of your must must do's or things that you've done around your house or plan on doing. Uh, there are two things currently um, that I'm planning to do. One is I bought a um, an airless wire battery powered yeah, paint sprayer. So I'll be. Oh, you did. I've been yeah. wanting to invest in one for a while. Yeah. Yeah. I've been watching them forever and to see if they ever go on sale and they really don't. So I just bought it. Um, I want to paint the garage door and needs it. It's in dire need of paint. So I have to do a little bit of repair work and get paint that. And also our front doors. This is a good time of year because the bugs aren't that bad and the temperature's good. Uh, yep. So we can leave the doors open or even take them off to spray them nicely in the garage. Um, so I'm looking forward to doing that. And then the other thing I've been looking into, which isn't so much a maintenance thing, but it's appropriate this time of year. We've always had throughout the winter, a uh, humidifier in each of the three bedrooms. And now um, I've always thought of the idea of getting a whole home or a central humidifier, whatever you want to call it. So I'm looking into that a little bit more seriously now. Not so much maintenance, but it's an upgrade that would be appropriate at this time of year. Well, I, I think that's a very important discussion because oftentimes the humidifier goes overlooked, like a central humidifier. Or It's never or listed in a, hardly ever is it listed as a feature. I think it's a great, like I've wanted to have one installed for the last couple of years, but obviously with COVID, we weren't letting anybody in the house, but, and I looked at installing it myself and I'm just not willing to take on that task personally. Yeah. Um, and especially for the fact that you can hire somebody to install it pretty cheaply. Um, but your skin, your breathing, um, the, that is the biggest impact. Yeah, well, and Alicia and the girls have asthma. So for that reason alone. Oh, 100%. Well, even if you don't have asthma, just like you don't want to be breathing in all of that dry heat that you're pumping into the house for months on end. Well, and your probability of getting sick when the humidity is not at an ideal level is significantly higher than when it is. Absolutely. Well, that's why they say when you have uh, young children or especially babies, you get all the parents putting the uh, portable humidifiers uh, in their room, right? Yeah. Well, that we still do. That's what we do. Yeah. Every winter. Um, but also you, anything that has um, wood, like first of all, your home is likely framed with wood, uh, but also your floors. Like if you have hardwood floors, maintaining proper humidity levels prevents yeah. it from uh, you know, that whole, um, shrinkage, we'll call it shrinkage. Nobody likes shrinkage. Uh, I've got, I mean, I can notice it's noticeable in my house in the winter, the, the, um, the way the, the floors feel and sound. So. Yep. hundred percent. I agree with the exterior painting. So I, um, I touched up my front door now a few weeks ago. Yeah. I remember. Um, yeah, it's an easy task. Like I literally, I I didn't buy a sprayer. I'm thinking about buying one for some exterior work at the cottage just to make my life easier. But um, I literally took a bucket of paint and a paintbrush. It's flat paint. 
So that flat paint is a lot more forgiving than if it's uh, if it has any sheen to it. But yeah. the flat paint, I like the look of flat paint. I just went there with the paintbrush and painted away, and it looks good. And who knows, right? Like if you go to sell your house, house in the middle of of winter, um, I can guarantee you're not touching up the door in the middle of winter. When yeah, it's that's snowing for sure. Minus minus twenty outside, but that's probably one of the biggest impacts, right? That curb appeal impact. If you're walking up and the garage is all you know, shoddy paint and the front door is all um, discolored and nicked up. Yeah. Um, well, even hardware, the hard, I mean, our door, our mm-hmm. houses are about 10 years old now. The hardware on there is tarnished and old and basic. Well, and, your house, I've upgraded mine yeah, since then. I haven't. But and with time. The trot. Yeah. Um, another thing is just preparing the lawn and gardens. Um, one you don't want i mean especially as leaves start to fall if you have trees you want to pick all that up so it's not smothering your lawn over the winter um and then cutting down any perennials and bushes and trimming stuff like that one uh, it just makes everything look clean and nicer for curb appeal if you're selling but also it gives your garden a better start in the spring and uh fertilize your lawn in the fall if you do end up selling in the spring, it'll give you a bit of a boost into the spring to give you a better lawn, which is nice. Yeah, I find uh, I haven't used it in the last couple of years, and and my grass has felt that effect. Yeah. Um, but I used to use a good fall fertilizer that has the uh, nitrogen in it. Yeah. And um, it, I think it really helps um, maintain the strength and and um overall look of the uh, uh the sod going into um the warmer months after coming out of fall you're giving it good protection and giving it the the food it needs to stay healthy but yeah. i did that with my gardens i don't know if you noticed my front gardens there i trimmed everything down yes i did see fresh, that that's some fresh mulch just yeah. to make it pop i know natalie's going to be planting her uh halloween decorations out there so didn't want all those ugly uh, dying or decaying uh, uh, flowers and bushes and whatever we have out there. My my poor hostesses uh, got uh, trimmed down all the way, covered up. And another thing I wanted to do was uh, trim. You know the the trees on our boulevard. So those are municipally owned trees. But they're very, they're very annoying. And like they, they intrude over the sidewalk. You've got a duck to go under them. I trimmed mine. Did you? Yours, See, I don't know much yours, about yours now needs a trimming. Yeah. I don't know a whole lot about pruning trees. I understand from, from what I understand, you're supposed to do it in the dead of winter. Um, but that's the extent of my knowledge. And then also how to do it so that it continues to grow in a nice shape. I'm worried I'm going to trim it and it's going to, the fall, the spring is going to come around. I'm going to have this sparsely uh, filled in tree that just looks odd. And those trees. I don't, that... know, I don't know if you saw Eva's uh, tree. So she lives uh, one, two, three, four houses down from me. So Eva's um, in a very well-known insurance broker in town. Is that the and, corner uh, lot? No. And you lived there 10 years. She's lived there 10 years. She lives okay. five homes from you. You don't know who it is? 
Okay. Next I know what I'm taxes. trying to picture the house. Next to taxes. Yes. So anyways, if you look at her tree, it's actually growing uh, inverse. So but, the top, look at it. Look at okay. it. Take a picture and post it on our Insta before you come up here. Okay. It, it, uh, the branches at the top are all bare, but then the, uh, what do you call it? The stump of the, the tree is all full of leaves. So is it like, like coming out of the roots? Is that, I yeah, hate when that happens. Growing, it's growing upside down. It's so funny. <laughs> That's funny. It's so funny. Um, this is actually a good time to seal your driveway if you haven't done that before or haven't done it recently uh, before your asphalt gets pounded with snow and salt. And well, hopefully you're not using salt, some of the safer products, but whatever, you're going to be uh, putting some non-slip stuff on it. It's going to be getting pounded with snow and ice and slush. And even if you don't use salt, the salt or the roadway stuff is all coming onto your driveway. So it's good to protect it. And yeah. um, when the snow starts melting and it's spring and you want to get outdoors, uh, your driveway will already look a little bit cleaner and nicer. And it's pretty cheap, pretty inexpensive. Yeah. You know what I saw recently was an ad for a company that basically give your house a spa day, like it's a, like a car wash, but they come and wash your whole house. So they come in with these really long uh, ends on their pressure washers. They apply a full coat of soap to the entire exterior of the house. And then they pressure wash it all off. Like it's, it was pretty interesting. It was a neat idea because I usually do that in my little covered porch uh, because you notice how the siding gets very dirty. So it's very obvious that it's dirty and in need of. Oh, I do cool. that all the time on my porch. Yeah. Yeah. So to think of doing it for the whole house, kind of a neat idea. I don't know. It would be interesting to see the before and after of how noticeable it was, because I think you just kind of get used to it over time. I'm actually surprised that a lot of people don't properly wash down their front porches and recognize yeah. that that is an area that's really susceptible to dust yeah because of traffic the door opening and closing but also just traffic on the street um and then ultimately what happens is that dust ends up in your house right so um that's that's actually a really good tip i had my exterior the exteriors of my windows all uh, professionally cleaned and it's actually the first time that I've hired somebody to do it at our house because, you know, there's all these products and you have the pressure washer and just a hose and you can kind of do it yourself. But these guys have the proper tools and uh, they know what they're doing. And they, man, I'm telling you, they did a great job. And what a difference. I bet. Natalie's like, why are you, why are you hiring somebody to wash the windows? And I said, just, you know, let me, let me, let me spend that. I think it was like 150 bucks, something like that. That's well and worth it. That would yeah. take a day. That would take an entire day. Well, and they did the basement windows, all levels of all the windows, uh, scrubbed it down with soap and, uh, you know, and then even squeegeed after. And the amount, the extra amount of light that comes through now in the basement and in some of the windows that were really dirty, 
you wouldn't think about it because you're not you look at it and you go yeah it's dirty but whatever and then the clarity of just being able to see out without that obstruction of having dirt on the window yeah you don't recognize it necessarily but it makes a world of difference oh i believe it because when i occasionally and i by occasionally i mean probably once every two years wash some of the main floor windows on the outside it's like night and day it's it's noticeably better and it's nice nice and clear i it's it's a definite worthwhile doing it in my well, basement windows in my bathroom i actually used the because i don't have any blinds in there um i used the spray um frosting you know the little aerosol can of spray frosting have you seen that before no it works extremely well so it's an alternative to buying like a, a roll that you try to cut and trim and get it the right shape which is impossible so you just tape off the edges with a newspaper or taped off the edges of the glass and you get this aerosol can you spray it's like spray paint basically and you do two or three coats of it and it's like the perfect uh application of frosting and it's formed perfectly right to the window and if you wow. want to get it off you just scrape it off with a razor blade that's good to know because i've been thinking about um options yeah like an example <laughs> uh, well maybe not so much off topic but in our kitchen we have our garden door and then the transom window right because when you have right. nine foot ceilings ten foot ceilings you usually have a window above any of your uh garden or opening doors like that yeah and i years ago now it's been there for years i took a uh sheet of parchment paper oh my god cut it, cut it <laughs> the size and i taped the parchment paper there yeah. because i wanted the privacy but still allow light in that's and funny. i hate i hate those rolls that you buy those uh yeah i didn't want to they well they're very difficult to properly cut the size but even when you put it on after some years it starts to chip away or come off or whatever and if you ever try and get it off it's almost impossible because it it gets you know uh left behind uh, and and the residue and yeah and all that like i've tried to take some off for clients and it's it's a huge undertaking so i'll have yeah. to, you'll have to well you can uh, uh, i'll give you the can I, I won't need it again i don't believe and uh It'll just sit there. I'm sure there's enough for that. The only thing with it doing it inside, it does stink. As in, you're basically using a can of spray paint inside. So you right. probably want to do it on a day when the kids are out or, I mean, keep the windows open or something like that. So suitable time of year to do something like that too. Oh, for sure. Um, as always, maintaining your HVAC system and components, uh, super important. So you said humidifier. You know, good time to install a humidifier. Also a good time to have your duct cleaned. Um, get those uh, ducts nice and nice and fresh before you, you are running all of that heat through. Um, of course, change your furnace filter. Clean out the filter in your uh, heat recovery ventilator if you have one. And it is also a good time to get a maintenance done on your furnace. So, well, now is the perfect time because in a month from now, they're going to be bombarded by phone calls saying my furnace won't turn on. Exactly. So you get uh, you get ahead of the game. It's kind of like getting your winter tires put onto your car, right? When you call during right. the first snowstorm, you can't get in for a week or ten days. 
Yeah. Uh, but if you book it in now, you're you're protecting yourself that yeah. you've got that appointment. So note to self. Uh, yeah. Actually, I got. I'm supposed to do that higher. sooner than later. They said do it like a month, like October, I think. Yeah, as soon as the weather starts hitting like five, I believe it's five degrees Celsius. Yeah. Uh, you're, that is the optimum, actually, uh, the optimum uh, temperature for your winter tires. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned summer. caulking. I think caulking is a good idea. And most people never do it, period. Especially like exterior windows and doors. Why yeah. are you smirking? I said I did. You I mentioned, mentioned caulking. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you did. Maybe I just thought of it and thought you said it. But anyways, caulking of exterior doors and windows. Um, I checked ours is actually surprisingly not terrible. But, you know, 10 years in, it's starting to dry and crack in some areas. And, you know, as soon as that happens, it, it could mean you're going to have water penetration. It also means for sure they're not as efficient as they were. So you're losing heat in, in the winter. Uh, so your your costs are going up. Uh, so that's a good upgrade to do. One of my most important tips during this time of year, we've talked about it in past videos. You will now, over the course of the next six months, be putting your home at its most susceptible levels to water penetration. You're going to go through periods of lots of snow and rain. And you want to make sure that all of that water is being directed away from the home, away from the foundation. So your downspouts, if you don't already have the um, inverters that you can buy that fit on the bottom of your downspouts, they cost about 10, 13 bucks a piece. It's literally a plastic hose that you slide on top and you can extend it and wiggle it any direction you want. And that means any water coming from the eaves down the spout uh, gets directed away from the foundation. And yeah. you also want to make Funny, sure that... Funny, we just added a couple of those to our house. Yeah. Uh, you want to also make sure that the grading has not receded in any way, shape, or form during the last six months. Because in the summer, especially if you're doing some gardening and things like that, you can have pockets and areas where water and, and moisture will just fit. And that means that the budding your foundation, which means a higher level or higher likelihood that you could have water penetration or just keeping the concrete too wet. Yeah. And well, and one thing we don't think about, or not that we don't think about it, but we don't have to worry about it too much because we're in a relatively new neighborhood uh, where the houses are taller than the trees. Except for the trees in our backyards, actually, our trees are growing quite quite well. Um, but uh, in older neighborhoods where there are more trees, or if you're in a rural area, and now more than ever because you have a lot of people that have moved to rural areas from the city and from the suburbs where they're not used to all these changes and what maintenance items go into maintaining homes like that, you have to clear the gutters because if you don't, and you get um, ice damming, uh, which is water freezing in your gutters and it builds up and creates like an ice dam and then water will back up underneath the shingles and that can ruin your roof and back up into the attic. So you got to clear out the, the, the down, the downspouts also, but the gutters. Yeah. 
what you should do at the cottage while you're there. When are you leaving? I already did yesterday in anticipation of the rain coming. The first thing I did after I unpacked is I grabbed my ladder. I went up on the roof. Nice. It was also to see if I could find any pockets of areas <laughs> as to where the squirrels that are now in my attic. Are they still in are. there? Uh, yeah. One was dancing uh, this morning for me while I was taking a poop. Have you uh, looked up in the attic? I have not because, well, I'll show you when you're here. I don't really have access to the attic. Uh, you don't have access, but the little critters do. Yeah, I know, right? I So we have a T-bar ceiling in our living, dining, and the bedrooms. We converted to a, you can see there, a smooth ceiling in the kitchen and surrounding area. So if I if I was to remove one of the ceiling tiles in the living room, it'll give me access to the attic. But I but there's a um, what do you call it uh, a vapor barrier, and then the insulation on top. So I have to cut the vapor barrier to be able to see in there. And there's no actual a, access panel, eh? That's interesting. No, I don't know if there was at one point or if one of them uh, was used for that purpose. Um, because obviously when we did the first part of the renovation, they, they had to get up there and we did the spray foam and all that stuff. But, um, I'm just afraid of all the mouse poop that's going to fall down when I, when I do that. And yeah. uh, definitely I want to get like friggin' hazmat suit or something because is it I just, know. Is it what's above the, the vapor barrier? Is it just blown in insulation? Uh, uh, vats of insulation okay. in, in the older part of the cottage okay yeah so so it'll be messy when when where and i've got to get a um i'm getting some quotes on the next stage of our renovation and thinking about potentially building a second floor yeah um and vaulting one of the ceilings so i have to get a structural um engineer to come in and and take a look and i know he's going to want to look up into the attic so but I'm afraid. I'm afraid to find uh, dead rodents, lots of rodent poop. Yeah. And uh, it sounds like there's maybe a, a boyfriend and girlfriend squirrel. Oh, God, uh, you better take care of that. that. Actually, that's a very good conversation because that's probably one of the most important things people can do now, too. And See most that people. See that segue? Most, it was huh? perfect. Most people never do it. When was the last? Actually, I did it recently, but most people never look in their attic. Ever. And and right now, as the weather's changing, that's when critters are going to be looking for a nice, cozy home this winter. I do it at least once a year myself. Um, and you're looking for a few things. You're looking for um, evidence of rodents. Usually it's um, trails that you see in right. the um, insulation. Um, I'm looking to make sure that insulation hasn't blown around and gathered in one specific area leaving other areas exposed um because that can happen you know you have a windstorm or something and um you know just uh because of the airflow and so it just wasn't in, wasn't blown in properly possibly wasn't installed properly um but you're also looking for any water penetration so if you had like you said, ice damming and, and potential uh, roof issues or whatever, gutter issues, trough issues, whatever, 
you'll you'll see evidence of of water penetration yeah um so you want to make sure that that's all in good order as well and now is a great time because it's not too cold not too hot because if you go up into your attic in the summer you're gonna like have a heat stroke and if you go up into the winter your nose is gonna freeze so yeah uh, this this is great weather to do that i also looking for um making sure the ventilation for your bathrooms um, or laundry whatever you've got up there is venting properly if the venting comes off and you've got moist uh humid air blowing into the attic that's just going to cause um problematic situations where you could get mold actually mine was interesting because i couldn't see where they were venting i think they vent i think the vents in the bathroom of the house vent out the sides i've never seen how that works so i have to move the insulation around yeah must come out of soffit or something all great tips if anybody listening or watching has any additional tips you want to share with the audience we're always dropping in the comments always looking at the comments and the dms this is episode 150 of kt confidential if you haven't already please make sure you subscribe to our youtube channel and um wherever you listen to these podcasts make sure you drop us a like is there anything else you want to add before we wrap it up nope i'm good nice chatting we'll see you tomorrow i'll bring some wine glasses please do thanks for listening thanks for watching we'll see you next week